Welcome to Lawyers Who Care, the video show podcast that highlights attorneys who go above and beyond for their clients. And on each episode, we will meet a new lawyer and they will share stories of when they went beyond legal counsel for the benefit of their client. My name is Andrew Samlin. I'm the principal of Samlin Wealth, a nationally recognized wealth management firm for lawyers, law firms, and their clients. And let's applaud lawyers who care and learn from them. Uh, today, my guest is Garrett Denniston. Uh, he is an attorney with LTKE Law in New Haven, Connecticut, and they focus on personal injury and civil litigation. Welcome, Garrett. Hi, Andrew. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. So, Garrett, tell us about uh, your law firm and tell us how you came to the law. So we were founded a long time ago uh, in 1955, I believe. Uh, Bill Lynch, who was uh, you know, a veteran, together with Hugh Keefe, who's uh, still with us, um, still coming into the office every day, uh, you know, still working. Uh, and he's he was basically a you know a legend of the Connecticut bar. Um, a lot of high-profile criminal cases over the years. Uh, these days, you know, I'd say we still do a number of things here, but you know, probably our primary focus is injury cases, death cases, and malpractice, medical malpractice. Gotcha. And what brought you into the the, the practice of law? You know, it's a, it's an interesting story, and. Uh, well, actually, I should say it's probably not an interesting story. I mean, it'd be nice to be able to tell you, you know, that there was a bolt of lightning one day. I think, you know, probably like a lot of people that end up as trial lawyers, you know, certain my parents told me a million times, uh, you know, you should be a lawyer. And we have family friends that are, uh, we had some family friends that were lawyers. So that probably contributed to it. Um I went to the University of Connecticut uh, for undergrad and for law school, and you know I had a psychology degree, which I think, like a lot of the liberal arts degrees, is tough to do much with without you know further schooling. So you know I took the LSAT, and I mean to be honest, I don't you know I don't regret it a single day really. That's great. And by the way, before we got started, um, uh, you mentioned that there's a hundred pound one year old dog in your office today. Tell yeah, I've got her in the other room. She's uh, <laughs> she's sleeping away. She's a great Dane. Um, she's about a year old and I adopted her, I don't know, five or six months ago. Uh, she does a lot of sleeping, uh, you know, outside of a couple bursts of energy here and there. Her name's Lola. Um, oh, okay. and you know, they're nice enough here that they let me, you know, bring her in and, and sleep on her bed in my office. Gotcha. So you have a great client story where you went above and beyond. Share that with us. Yeah. So this is an ongoing case. Um, it's I mean, it's tragic in a sense, although nobody was actually harmed. This is sort of outside of, you know, anything that I would typically do. But I felt bad for the woman. Uh, her name is Heather Honor. And in I'd say 2004 or so, she joined uh, the Army at 17. And she joined it with her mother's permission on the condition that she joined as a reserve uh, service member. At the time, with everything going on overseas, I, it didn't, I don't think that distinction meant much. You know, so she was called up almost immediately. And she was injured in an IED attack. Um, I believe she may have lost, you know, 
some of her fingers. I think they were able to later attach them. And apologies to her if I'm getting the exact nature of the injury wrong. But she comes back to Wallingford, Connecticut, which is down the road a little bit, and ends up going back on active duty where she remained an active duty service member until, I think, last December. So, actually, I believe it was this year that she her active duty um, stopped. So, in December of this year, she still was active duty, and she had a storage unit in Wallingford. Um, the storage unit had her Purple Heart, had her bloodstained uniform, uh, Holocaust, uh, family members that had Holocaust, survivors that sent in letters. Uh, you know, it, she described it as her entire life up to, you know, age 21, right? So there was a mix-up with the card that she had been using for 20 years. Her identity had been stolen, and she, and she thinks this is how it happened, and the card stopped working. Well, the owners of the storage unit were aware she was an active duty service member, had been told to contact her or contact her mother, you know, if they couldn't get a hold of Heather, because they've got Heather moving around all over the country. They didn't do any of that. Um, they trashed the stuff. We think they may have burned some of the stuff. And they took the Purple Heart to a pawn shop. So the pawn shop owner, it was a veteran as well. He contacted a friend. And in about five minutes, these, this couple, you know, an older couple, was able to find Heather online. So she did get the Purple Heart back, but it now lost everything else. And it also begged the question of if it was so easy for this couple to find a random stranger to get her stuff back, you know, why didn't the storage unit do the same thing? So her mother called initially and I talked to the mother and then, you know, subsequently Heather and I felt you know, terrible for her. So I got involved, you know, in a case that's, I'd say outside my practice area, but probably outside of a lot of, you know, lawyers practice areas in terms of storage units. And, you know, I did some digging and it turns out that the Service Members Relief Act, which is a federal law, prohibits you from even using the normal procedure to dispose of units after non-payment. You actually have to go into court and get a judge to order that you can do that when it comes to an active duty service member. Obviously, they didn't do that. So we brought a claim under the Service Members Relief Act, which allows for punitive damages, among other things, and a host of other you know, state and common law claims. Um, it's ongoing. We're going to try to mediate it soon. I mean, I think the, you know, the challenge in Connecticut is generally, although we, we're arguing this is an exception, you can't claim emotional distress damages from property uh, if it's solely an injury to property. You know, but our backup to that is, you know, in terms of the value of the stuff, it's priceless to Heather. You know, but establishing and quantifying a number. You know, for your treasured possessions like that is, you know, challenging. But I, you know, at this point, we're proceeding with the case. Uh, we do have a mediation, you know, set up uh, in that'll hopefully occur in the next few months and maybe we can get it resolved. But otherwise, I mean, we're going to claim it, you know, we're claiming to a jury trial and uh, we're going to put it on. And I think, you know, it's probably not a jury in the state uh, and it's going to have anything but, you know, respect for this woman and just, 
be horrified by what you had to go through. Just so everyone knows, we're watching the uh, watching. We're participating in the Lawyers Who Care video show podcast that highlights attorneys that go above and beyond. Today, my guest is Garrett Denniston. Uh, he is an attorney with LTKE Law in uh, New Haven, Connecticut. Uh, Garrett, just so people can get in touch with you, can you share with us your phone number twice? Sure. The phone number for the firm is 203-787-0275. And that's 203-787-0275. And Garrett, so that people can get in touch with you, uh, web address and social media uh, information, sure. if you have any. We are on social media uh, Facebook and Instagram, I think in both cases, it's Lynch, Traub, Keefe, and Arante, which is the full name of the firm. And then our website is ltke.com. Got it. Everyone, again, this has been the Lawyers Who Care podcast. If you're an attorney or no one that might be appropriate, please feel free to reach out to us at success at samoanwealth.com. That's success at samoanwealth.com. My guest today, Garrett Denniston. Uh, Garrett, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Andrew. I appreciate it. And I'm glad I was able to you know, get this story out there a little bit. Amen. Thank you.